I offer my millions of obeisances to the lotus feet. It was Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta, Swami Prabhupada. And to my God brothers and God sisters who sustain me every day of my life. And to all of you, my deepest gratitude for your association, for your encouragements, for, for whether you know it or not, appearing in this world to spread the Christian consciousness movement. You were sent. And I'm unlimitedly grateful to be swept along in your company through the various phases of life, executing the Krishna consciousness movement, we hardly even notice the time is passing until we have the moment to look down once or twice. During the year, every decade, we look down and say, oh, look, time is passing. But other than that, we don't know, except we see our beloved children going off to college, and we notice suddenly that well, I'm not young anymore, and so forth. But other than that, we're, we're not affected by the time factor at all because we have something else to do. We're too busy to notice the material world. It's just going on the way it's always gone on and always will go on. But we're so lucky because we've been given divine service. And it's because of that divine service that we feel happy. And it's only because of that that one can feel happy. The day today called Vyasa Puja is a worship of Srila Vyasadeva, Srila Krishna Dvaipana, Dvaipana Vyasadeva, Dvaipana, Dvaipayana, Dvaipayana Vyasadeva, who was born on an island in Vraj. That's hence the name Dvaipayana from Parashara Muni and Satyavati. And he is known as Vyasa because Vyasa means circumference. You take a circle and you put a line from one side to the next and you have a circumference. And he's also, Vyasa means the divider. He's an incarnation of Krishna, therefore he's called Sri Krishna. Dvaipayana Vyasa. And he is an empowered incarnation of Krishna who comes to give help to all the conditioned souls after he realizes their condition in this material world by the grace of his spiritual master. We know the story that Srila Vyasadeva had divided the, four Veda, the one Veda into four. And the reason was he wanted to make it available to the people of the world. So he gave it to various disciples to distribute. And he also made the Upanishads, Puranas, Itihasas available. But after doing so, he was still not feeling satisfied. So there's a lesson in this, that as we take our Krishna consciousness seriously, there may come a time when, or many times, when we don't feel completely whole. I'm doing what I was asked to do, but I'm not fully satisfied. If it can happen to Srila Vyasadeva, who's 
an incarnation of Krishna, why wouldn't it happen to us? Besides the fact that material world, in the material world, there's such an onslaught at every minute. If we take our eyes off our devotional service for a second, we can not only miss out, but we can also then usher back in the feeling of dread that I'm being attacked by the material energy. Just about a half hour ago on the break when I went to go in, in the back room, I had pushed the code in, four numbers, and then it turned green and you're supposed to open the door. And just then someone called my name, so I turned around for a second and then turned back just to open the door and it had already gone red. <laughs> beep, beep. And I thought in that second, this could be my life. I could turn away. I had the key. The combination was complete. It was already op open for me. I could just walk through. And then I was like, okay, something else. And then being closed. And I had this sense that it's so precious, so valuable the time we have here. And it's only a moment, really only a moment. It's that it's relative time. Time is relative. And that instant in which I turned away is my material existence. So Srila Vyasadeva, knowing uh, that he was feeling incomplete, began to pray and his spiritual master appeared to consult him, to console him and to consult him. And he asked his guru, what's the deficiency in me? I've done everything I was asked. I'm chanting my rounds. I'm following everything. But I, I still don't feel whole. And Narada Muni told him that you haven't been complete in your explanation of the Supreme Absolute Truth. You've given a lot of information about self-realization. He said, there's a way in which what you've presented really is not that nice. Why? Because it's missing this achutabhava, a feeling of uh, pure devotional service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And he told Srila Vyasadeva, did Narada, that uh, you have to see for yourself the pastimes of Krishna and the spiritual world. So Srila Vyasadeva, following the empowered order of his guru, went back to his ashram. It's a beautiful place. The modes of material nature are not present there. It's a little cottage surrounded by berry trees. People always looking for something like that in Lake Tahoe. They get a timeshare, I'll go up, no modes of nature, it'll be fine. And then you get there in forest fire. Samsara Davanada Liloka, and the lake is full of ashes. And not only that, I get a text. Someone just broke into your car. It's very difficult to do what Srila Vyasadeva did. He went into complete samadhi in that place at Samyaprash. And just as if he was watching from 
in a, in a room, the pastimes of Krishna unfolded before his eyes by the mercy of his spiritual master, Narada. And coming out of that trance, he wrote it down, uh, called Samadhi Bhashya, what you say after you come out of complete Samadhi. And that was the Srimad Bhagavatam. Previously, it was only a, a brief summary, but Narada said, no, you have to give the complete direct idea. And that a contribution is what saved the world, the Srimad Bhagavatam. Because unless one has information about the Supreme Personality of Godhead and his loving relationships with the devotees in Vrindavan, and unless one's able to hear that on a regular basis, then one is... Uh, must be relegated to the relationships of this world because we have to have relationship. The soul needs love in relationship. So Srila Vyasadeva is celebrated on Sri Vyasa Puja. Vyasa Puja. We worship him because he has passed down that message perfectly. And any of us who realize the importance of that message, as all of you are, as you're giving your life to it, hearing it, distributing it to other people. And as Srila Prabhupada, who saved the world by bringing it on the Jaladutta, painstakingly translating so the people in the Western world could understand it. His Paschatya Deshatarane, Nirvi Shunyavari Paschatya Deshatarane. This is the uh, rogue, the, the most dangerous disease that he came to cure and that is impersonalism and voidism. And the idea that God comes from nothing or from a void and once in a while there's a form for our enjoyment or our convenience so that we can understand the impersonal. This is all pervasive in this world. And not just in the West, but also in India as well. And so, Srila Prabhupada came with the clear message of Srila Vyasadeva, and he saved the world by giving a clear understanding that the form of Krishna, playing the flute in Vrindavan with Srimati Radharani, is the supreme form, and that we can enter into his service. And that's what comes down through Srila Vyasadeva. That's what Srila Prabhupada brought to the world. And so artfully presented in the Krishna book and the Srimad Bhagavatam and all his literatures. And then he gave us these various centers around the world so that we could hear those literatures and follow their tenets by being together and practicing devotional service. So on Sri Vyasa Puja, it's worshiping that channel, the personality of Vyasadeva and the entire parampara. The, the, the one who's teaching Krishna consciousness, or anyone who's teaching Krishna consciousness in this world, who's effective, realizes that I'm imperfect, and that I'm only uh, delivering something, and I'm not to tamper with it. It's meant to be delivered as it is to the world, 
And Prabhupada said again and again that this was the potency of his preaching campaign. I followed the order of my spiritual master and I presented Krishna consciousness as it is. Because there are four defects in the conditioned soul, one of them is cheating. There's also imperfect senses, a tendency to be distracted and so on. And no one can present perfect knowledge except for Krishna. And that perfect knowledge comes down through a line of disciplic succession from Krishna to Brahma, to Narada, to Vyas, as we just heard, to Madhva. Madhva has a whole disciplic line. Then we come down to Madhavendra Puri, Srila Ishvara Puri, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the six Goswamis of Vrindavan. Then we have Jiva Goswami giving to Srinivas Acharya and his other disciples who pass it down, coming down through uh, Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur Baladev, Vidya Bhusan, coming down through the modern, the, the Acharyas we're familiar with that we have on our altar. We have Jagannath Das Babaji Maharaj, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur, Srila Gorkitor, Kishore Das Babaji Maharaj, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati, it's Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. And Srila Prabhupada left it for those um, that he uh, personally collected up in this world to pass the same message of Srimad Bhagavatam onto the world. And that's what our uh, connection is to this whole matter. As Prabhupada used to say, we're like a postal peon. You deliver $76 from one person to the next, you don't give them 75. You don't add anything, you don't take anything away. It's your job only to take the $76 and deliver it. So our great fortune lies in taking the message that we get from the parampara and carving out, finding some service connected to that order. There are many different services. Someone asked the other day, I think it was on Wisdom of the Sages or some other program, been a lot. They said, so where do you get this service from? Because I, we were talking about how important service is, to have a service. Because a service like a rope, it's something we can actually tangibly hold on to in this world, as I mentioned in the beginning, and then we become oblivious to the material world. And meanwhile, we're being pulled back home, back to Godhead. And my answer, and if I may shamelessly quote my own answer, it's, it's only because this is my realization, is you get service from a person. And you get a service from a person who's carrying the message, who's got it. That person's picked it up from a person. That's what the parampara is. It's a line of persons, transcendental persons to be sure, but they're transcendental because they have no other business except carrying the message, but that's their business. And so if you can find someone who is in that line, who has some service, they were bequeathed service, means it was given to them because somehow or other they approached at the right time, the right person, 
and they said, please, could I, could I do something? Can I bring you a little tin cup full of water or something, anything, whatever I can do? This is the first step in going back, to go, back home, back to Godhead. It's finding someone that has that divine service, even if it's a, a little bit, and saying, that, can I help you in some way? That's when our ascent to the, the spiritual world begins uh, or becomes solidified. And when we have that as our occupation, it will grow, or I should say, as we start in a humble, small way, it will grow into our occupation. And it will become our saving grace and our great fortune in life. And that's what we have here in ISKCON. This is what we have here at ISV. ISKCON has, uh, is an umbrella under which Srila Prabhupada has given service to all of us. He had service. He got it from his guru. He asked for it. And in Radhakun, his guru told him, here's what I would like you to do. Please uh, concentrate on uh, distributing books. Please just concentrate on saving people in the Western countries. And then he said, Any, anyone else who wants some service, I'll give it to you. In fact, Srila Prabhupada got service from his guru before he was able to, when he offered obeisances to his guru the first time he met him, before he could lift his head off the ground from paying obeisances, his guru was already bestowing service upon him. Do you know that? There's the place you can go to at Ulta, uh, Ulta Dunga Junction Road, and you can see the very room, the seat, that uh, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta was sitting on and where the steps Prabhupada walked up to come and see his guru that time when his friend said, no, come, come. And then he, he was bowing down, and before he got back up, his guru said, you are going to the West. <laughs> This is what comes down through disciplic succession. This is why we have Vyasa Puja, because this is our saving grace. And even if the person is the most insignificant person, in fact, Prabhupada says this is the method through which one endears oneself to the Supreme Personality of God. We can't go directly. It's impossible. Just try it yourself on the street. If you come to my home, it's not my hometown, but it's my assumed hometown, of Burlingame, and you'll find that it's dog loca. Just go loca, and my, my town is dog loca. Everyone has a dog. Now, if you want to make friends in Burlingame, all you have to do is say two words. Would you like to learn them? Nice dog. <laughs> and then, <laughs> if you look at you like, I love you too, and would you like to come to my house and you can inherit my wealth? And so in a similar way, when we approach a person who may be Krishna's dog or the dog of Krishna's dog, and we find some way to get into the service circle. Then we begin our divine life in actual service. We become das or dasi, that I'm going to embrace this now and, and take it. And I can only think as today that uh, 
I have been given some service. I don't know how it happened. I was minding my own business in Lafayette, California, destined for nothing really important. Just surrounded by uh, speculation and complete distraction and no idea what the purpose of life is to having service in the disciplic succession. So I marvel at the fact that Prabhupada may be pleased with his disciples who are the most insignificant and unqualified, who now have some service to do and even to offer to others. Because that was his mood, and not only his mood, but the mood of Shukadev Goswami when he said, Kirata Hunandra Pulinda Pulkasha, Abhira Shumba Yavanaka Sadaya, Yeneja Papa Yadapasha Yashaya, Shudyanti Tasmai Pravishnavena Maha. Let the most insignificant, wayward people who ever lived come to the highest position by the mercy of the Srimad Bhagavatam. And so, this is what the great souls like Srila Prabhupada marvel at. To see the hippies dance in ecstasy, knowing that now their future is secure, that the holy name will take over their lives and they'll become pur purified. And we're all now engaged in this miracle that he started with the simplest of technologies, which is using the tongue and the ear to hear Srimad Bhagavatam and to pass it on to others, to hear the holy name and pass it on to others. And we all have service. And that's our great fortune. And that's one of the ways in which we worship Srila Vyasadeva in earnest, is we take that service, we embrace it, and we pass it on to as many people as possible and watch them uh, become transformed. And the last thing I'll say is just a comment from observing those who are not acquainted fully with Krishna consciousness, but who are becoming more and more acquainted with it as we've been doing various programs. Uh, we get the opportunity to interact with people who are very sincere, spiritually eager to advance, but they don't know all the details of Krishna consciousness. And just recently we started talking in one program about the form of God and what it means. And during that time, I realized the, uh, the import of Prabhupada's moniker of his pranam mantra, Nirvishesha-shunyavadi paschatya-deshatarni. What a, what a onerous task it is to bring people across this bridge from thinking God's impersonal or I'm God or whatever you want to think is fine. It doesn't, nothing really matters as long as you, you're a good person, etc., etc. ad nauseum. Across the bridge to the beauty of the spiritual world where one can invest one's heart fully in loving devotional service to that person who's the origin of everything else and who's our loving friend eternally 
and where the, the, re the reality of the spiritual world unfolds through the loving hearts of the devotees who are there eternally enjoying in association with Krishna. So this is our legacy, and this is what we celebrate today on Sri Vyasa Puja, the good fortune that we've received from Srila Prabhupada, who changed the world and is continuing to change the world. And we are beggars uh, huddled under his lotus feet, asking for some service, whatever it may be, tin cup, broom, whatever you can get, grab it, please. As soon as possible, it will grow into something that will transport you in the middle of the night, back home, back to Godhead, you'll wake up and say, how did I get here? And we can say for sure it was the mercy of His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada and Srila Vyasadeva, who brought us this service from the spiritual world. Thank you very much, everybody, for giving your hearts and soul, souls to the process of Krishna consciousness and to um, the loving exchanges between the devotees, which is very pleasing to Krishna. Dear Srila Prabhupada, dear Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Sri Sri Panchatattva, Sri Sri Radha Madan Mohan, Sri Sri Lakshmi if you so desire. Please empower the hearts of all the devotees who are present here today and everyone in our community and all the devotees around the world and everyone else who hasn't heard of Krishna consciousness yet to become inspired to take up service at your lotus feet and eventually to engage in the great service of spreading the holy name in the Srimad Bhagavatam all over the world. Thank you for considering our request. Om Tat Sat. Everyone who agrees with this prayer in part or in whole, please say Hare Krishna. Hare Haribo!